0: Hello, hello. My name is Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, I am joined by husband Jeff.
1: Yay! Glad <laughs> to be here.
0: And so tonight, we're actually going to crack open our passports and head to a continent that I don't think either one of us has actually been on. I'm speaking of Africa.
1: Never been to Africa, been off the coast to Africa when I was in the Navy.
0: Off the coast, but never on land?
1: Right. Okay.
0: Well, I've never been, and I've not actually ever been close. Like, I've not been on the south portion of Spain, and you can look across the strait and see, you know, Africa on the other side.
1: Are you saying you haven't been there? No. Oh, okay. No, no,
0: no. I've never even been to Spain, so. Okay. But uh, one day, I should like to go to Africa. I've always wanted to see the pyramids of Egypt. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Egypt is in Africa. That's right. No, I went to the Suez Canal when I was in the in the military. So, I mean, it's just. Still, I never got off the boat, but I was.
0: You were yeah. in the area.
1: I was in the Suez Canal. Right. Correct.
0: All right. Well, since it's our first trip and our final destination is, believe it or not, Ruah, Zimbabwe. Now, Rua is about 20 kilometers from Harare, which is the capital of Zimbabwe. And so it begs the question, why this destination? Well, tonight is the anniversary of a very curious and haunting incident. I am, of course, referring to the Zimbabwe UFO sighting that occurred 27 years ago. So here's what happened. On September 16th, tonight's anniversary, 1994, which was a good year, it was a typical Friday for the students and the teachers at Ariel Elementary School. Again, as a typical routine, about 10 a.m., the children were released for recess. But for about 62 of these children, their lives were going to take an unbelievable turn. According to one of the children, an Emily Trim, she would later report that she heard a sound that sounded like a high pitch frequency that was quickly followed by a flash, and suddenly there were three aircrafts. And the, and the strange part is, is that some of the children actually reported that the airplanes or the UFOs or spacecrafts, let's call them, appeared on one side of the sky— And then like blinked and appeared on the other side of the sky. But basically these crafts, spacecrafts, were hovering over their school. Now, obviously several of the students, I said 62, noticed these huge silver disks in the sky. And I said three, but some of them even reported like there was one major one and then there were several other small ones. But... As the main craft passes over them, it, it actually kind of lands on a small hill on the other side of the schoolyard fence. So naturally, the children, you know, chased it. They, they ran to the fence to see what was going on because kids are curious. This is what they do. I, I mean.
1: I, I don't know if I would be chasing an alien ship. I think I would be running the other way, <laughs> telling well, these kids,
0: are you freaking crazy? 62 of these ran towards the spacecraft. And basically to get a better look, I mean, what's going on? What is this? Oh, my God. Now, the area where the UFOs, because there's three of them, actually land, does actually belong to the school. But this section is actually off limits to the students because it needed some clearing work to be accomplished before the kids can go on that side. But either way, after the UFOs land the children will collectively explain that they watched a small man around three feet high come out of the round object and collectively they would describe him as extremely thin with long black hair, very large black eyes, wearing a shiny black and silver one-piece suit, like similar to a wetsuit, with a slender neck and some of them kind of reported them wearing like a cape of some sort and what the creature, the alien walks away from the craft, basically proceeds in the direction of the children and he heads towards the fence and he stops a few steps before the fence where all the children are. And some of the children actually report a second alien. So there was some of the children that said there was two aliens that kind of approached the fence. Not all the children reported the second alien, but they also, some of the children, reported an alien kind of staying on the craft and, like, watching, you know, just observing.
1: Now, uh interesting question I have real quick, because I'm kind of a skeptic.
0: A UFO skeptic? Sorta. Okay.
1: Kind of, sort of. Did they interview these kids separately or all together?
0: That is a great question, and we are going to get to that. Now, one of the things I I haven't mentioned, and one of the things we need to keep in mind, again, these are elementary kids. So we're talking 62 children that range in age from 6 to 12. So we're not talking teenagers. And again, it's 1994. So, I mean, I was still in school in 1994.
1: Yeah, I think I was... uh sophomore freshman
0: and I mean we're still using the Dewey Decimal system at this point in time okay Mm -hmm. so I mean you you remember those drawers right
1: the internet wasn't really a thing yet
0: okay maybe pagers
1: pagers were but
0: more to my point is we're not talking about a generation of school children with cell phones or Google right so we're not I mean this is before the, right,
1: right, right, right.
0: The ground world of internet and cell phones right. and, and Google. I get it. Okay. So after the the aliens leave, okay, after their visit, the children will run to the only adult on the playground because their teachers are actually inside in the school attending, you know, your typical Friday staff morning meeting.
1: And none of the none of the ins, none of the adults saw this happen. Correct.
0: There's only one adult. She's not even a teacher. Her name is Mrs. Kirkman, mm-hmm. and she's actually operating a small snack bar for the students. You know, she's selling soft drinks, candies, goodies, you know, stuff to get the kids to the school souping. store. Right. Yeah. And Give them their little I mean, bursts the, of sugar. the woman. So <laughs> she kind of sounds like your typical burnt out candy pusher, you know, because the kids just bomb rush her. And she literally brushes them all off. I mean, you have 62 kids. Some of them are hysterical because some of the children actually, again, this is Africa, associate this meeting, this interaction with a local uh, monster, a local culture-related monster. Okay. Okay. So some of the kids are are crying. Some of the kids are like, what the hell was that? Some of the kids are like, oh, my God, what just happened? So, she brushes them off. She does not take them seriously. Maybe she
1: doesn't either believe in the local legend or just doesn't believe in aliens. And,
0: and again, we're talking 27 years ago. So, I mean, so here you have 62 kids saying they saw the spacecrafts. They saw the aliens. And, again, taking into their age, taking into the fact that they don't have internet immediately accessible. And...
1: No cell phone to take a video.
0: Correct. And... they're not all from the same classes. They're not besties working together to, you know, like Salem witch trials, accuse people of witchcraft together. I mean, we're literally talking about a diverse group of young children. So
1: you really don't think there's some kind of conspiracy between all these kids? No. Okay.
0: And uh, like I said, they're all saying the same thing, and this catches the attention of the headmaster, Colin Mackey. Now, Mackey tells the children to go back to their classes and sketch What they've seen and I'm not sure how this happens because this happens pretty immediate but a UFO expert investigator and psychotherapist Cynthia Hind gets wind of this incident like immediately and she contacts the headmaster she's like hey my plane is booked I will be there tomorrow and when she arrives the very next day and this is a Friday okay The headmaster has 35 drawings done by the children. So more than half of the kids have etched out with their crayons what they have seen. Okay. Now the kids go home, they call, they tell the parents, the parents are hysterical, they start calling up the school. You know, it's this thing gets a lot of attention. So you got staff that's upset, you have kids that are upset, and Cynthia begins her investigation. She does interview the children, some of them by themselves, as you asked, but some of them she does ask them as a group. And when she gathers enough information, she brings in John Mack, who is a Harvard psychiatric professor and a Cambridge Hospital physician. And together they continue interviewing the parents, the teachers, and the children about their experiences. And they were smart enough because we had the technology then to videotape these interviews and you can actually watch the children being interviewed and you see the sincerity and how serious, how these kids are talking about it. I mean, they're calm, they're collected and they're explaining what they saw.
1: So, so this event happened in 1994 and maybe you're going to get to this, but I just got one more little question. Have they gone back I mean, it's, now it's 2021, 20 something years later. Have they talked to any of these? They are
0: now adults. Correct. I mean, 27 years later, the youngest being six, they're 32. Right. The so, oldest being 12, they're 39. Right. So, another great question. Excellent question. We're going to put a little pin. Okay. And, Husband Jeff's question again, now with our technology, you can YouTube, video, your cell phones with your handheld devices, these children's interviews.
1: Your electronic leash.
0: Correct. Correct. Dr. Mack will go on to publish his investigations and his findings with the conclusion that the children did not experience any mass delusions. There were no outrageous behavioral problems or seeking attention scenario, or, you know, and again, Here, I'm going to refer to the Salem Witch Trials, because Halloween's coming, Uh where you have a bunch of teenagers who literally have no form of technology, and the best that they can do to stir up shit is to call somebody a witch.
1: Right, right. So basically, what you're saying is that the doctor did his investigation, published his report, and he believes they saw aliens.
0: Correct. That is exactly what he says. He believes that what they witnessed that day was real. And there's actually, like I said, there's footage of some of the children being interviewed by a BBC journalist in 1994 as well in what is later made into a mini documentary called The Aerial Phenomenon, because that's the name of the school, The Aerial School. And 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 it also includes not only the interview. How, how
1: appropriate, Aerial. Right, aerial right. Phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like,
0: Great name. I mean. <laughs> the perfect, yeah. right? Right. So it's the kids' interviews along with the experts that actually get involved with this situation. Now, to answer your question, 16 years later. 16.
1: 16. So the the youngest would have been 22. And the oldest would have been 28. Yeah.
0: 16 years later in 2010, the children, again, that are now adults, are re-interviewed about their experience. And believe it or not, 16 years later, not one of the 62 children changes their story, nor recants their experience. They stick to what they say I saw. So they
1: said they saw. they Correct. They said they saw the same thing they saw 16 years ago. Correct. Okay.
0: Now, if that's not enough to convince you, okay, 62 kids saying this is what I saw when they were children, 62 adults saying this is what I saw when I was a kid. Not changing their story, to me, this is the clincher. For three days prior to this incident on September 16, ninety four, there were hundreds of UFO sightings in that area, to the point where people were calling the authorities over the matter. I mean, they're calling the cops, right? Or I, I, I myself, to us, the cops, the local authorities.
1: I, I, I don't doubt that they actually. Saw something. I'm. I just don't buy the whole alien thing. I'm not yet. Okay. Maybe I will. But is, is it possible though that maybe they saw maybe some of the ones the days before were some super secret top secret military? No, nope,
0: we're gonna get stuff? to that. We're gonna get to why I don't think it's that either. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. But I mean, that's a great point. Now, there's so much activity at one point in time. People actually relate it to a meteor shower. Only this meteor shower that they report has like really strange lights. This is not normal. This is not not your typical meteor shower. In fact, it seems to me that the aliens actually kind of cruised around to see who they were going to choose for their visit. Because two days prior, on September 14th, again, 1994, 25 miles away from the aerial school, at the Pure House School, they actually did like a drive by.
1: They say so they just slowed down.
0: Correct. On that morning, September 14th, a hundred school children saw and watched a strange flying UFO basically descending extremely low and looking as though they're about to land. So it's almost like a practice run. Right. Okay. Right. But they knew
1: they wanted the one called Ariel because it's perfect.
0: (laughs) I don't know if they knew that. But, I mean, (laughs) it is a great coincidence, and you know I don't really believe in coincidences. I just don't. Yeah. But either way, in addition to the students, the 100 students who saw the spacecrafts, at the time that they were in the area, the radio system for the school bus service actually goes down at the exact same time that the aliens are circling this first school.
1: Like it quit working or like right. had interference?
0: Uh, it just... Probably b- both. Okay. It's not okay. working because it has a major interference. Right, right. So, again, three days prior at least, mm-hmm. several people saw these UFOs. For days.
1: The, you said they were seeing them for, for days. For three days prior. For three days. So, like right. the, the and this th- even 13th, act- 14th, and 15th? Right. Okay.
0: This even actually includes a student who actually attended the aerial school, she says that I saw the UFOs hanging out in the skies earlier and then joked that that was a UFO, but that's not possible. It's probably just a plane. And then she later hears that, yes, what she was joking about was a real thing. It really ended up happening to her classmates. So she didn't, she wasn't there for the actual landing, but she saw them prior to their landing. Now, like I said before, people were relating the incident, the like the the arrival, the meteor shower, to the point where it was like fireballs in the sky about the size of cars, you know, to them. Mm-hmm. And there was even a reported incident of a mother and her young son claiming to have actually seen them, like they were just hovering. During broad daylight, like they were just talking. Yeah. Maybe they had the, the map out and like, you want to go here? Do you want to go right? Do you want to go left? I don't know.
1: Let's go to Ariel. aerial.
0: In addition to the mother and the son, even a truck driver who was driving around doing his daily, well, his nightly route, because it was during the night this time, he actually claims that he saw strange beings on the side of the road while he was doing his route, while he was driving around.
1: This this whole story kind of reminds me a little bit of I don't remember when it was, maybe the '40s or the '50s, somewhere in America. Maybe that's something we can talk about some other time. But like down by Area Fifty One or Roswell or somewhere down there, something very similar happened.
0: Well, I, without a doubt, there are several UFO uh, sightings and incidences. In fact last season of one of my favorite shows and self mysteries that Netflix has rebooted has an incident in new England. Okay. But getting back to ours. Right, right, right. Sorry. Now, (laughs) and again, you know, you are not necessarily a believer and, you know, a lot of this is hearsay, you know, when you do the research and you're gathering your facts, you're trying to solidify the truth. Right. And, so here's, to me, there's hearsay, there's, you know, interviews, but sometimes you cannot necessarily dismiss physical evidence. So here's the deal. They went back and they looked at the area where the UFOs reportedly landed, and it's the, again, it's an area the children were not allowed to go, and what they found was is that the ground was blackened, the grass was burnt exactly where the children had told them. The crafts had landed. Okay. So, a- again, here they come. They've select they they, they kind of did a drive-by a couple days earlier. Mm-hmm. One of them, one or potentially two comes out, approaches the fence where the children are. So the question should be, and I'm kind of surprised you have not asked. Well, I might, but, okay, let but let's well, see, too let's late see
1: what you're going to say. And they'll say, oh, yeah. The I question
0: is, that. what were the aliens doing? Why, why did they do this?
1: yeah why did they come
0: right? So, what was so important for this epic moment? I just
1: want to clear something up real quick. I wouldn't say I'm a non believer okay because th- i I have seen plenty of you know documentaries and the lights in the skies and th- th- some of them can be explained by top secret military stuff, and others can't be so I don't think it's impossible i just I've never experienced it so I don't know that I 100% believe. How okay. about that?
0: Well, getting back to your point earlier about how do we know it wasn't the military or some sort of you know, game of some stupid country p- doing some sort of ex- strange experiments, if you will. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, like I said before, this is a very curious and haunting incident, and it actually has a purpose. Per the children, when they made eye contact with the greeting alien, he telecommuted images into their minds of a dying planet. They told the children that our technology needs to be used for making the earth healthy and not for destruction. So, I mean, they're telecommuting images, okay,
1: of earth dying, correct, or their planet dying,
0: earth dying, catastrophes happening. Okay, they're giving the children a warning, and again they're conveying that we are destroying the earth and the humans need to stop we need we need to, to remedy this situation we need to use the technology for good this is why i do believe not only did this happen but this is not some crazy ass experiment from government i really so all yeah, of the kids not all, some of them understood better than others yeah and some of them received different messages but overall
1: they all got something.
0: That suggested hmm. we need to m- mend our ways. We need right. to correct our errors here. Mm-hmm. So that is September 16th, 1994, the aerial School UFO incident in Zimbabwe. Now, I personally do believe in UFOs. I, I think they're real. I think we have plenty of footage to show that they're real. I am not really sure about alien abductions and experiments like, like you. I've never had that. But I am not going to rule that out simply because it's not happened to me because I don't want it to happen to me.
1: Yeah, I don't want it to happen to me either. But like I said, it, it could be real. I mean, I don't know. But well, I mean, it's obvious it's they have ske- far a more skeptical advanced. skeptical kind of thing, you know?
0: Right. You know, But they do have far more advanced technology than we do.
1: Well, and then one of the other things that, like, I'm just sitting here thinking about right now as we're talking about technology, right? They have the, the the satellites and whatever that they this cameras and stuff that they've sent out in the universe, and you know, and then they got the one on Mars, and they have the one that's even gone further and found other planets and whatever. If there's other life out there, I mean, you, I would think it, we would have found something by now. But I mean, we've only been in space for. 50 60 years now.
0: We've only been able to get into space but not necessarily on other planets. Right.
1: But that so that's kind of a new thing, but they've right. had that that camera that that they've sent out on a satellite that's way the hell out there, pat farther than anything else and they've found new planets and stuff.
0: Right.
1: So you know, maybe that'll come. Maybe one day Honestly, we'll find a planet that has Why? 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 We
0: need to work on ours. Well, yes, we do. Well, you know, the other thing too is is that I do believe that the government is aware. Our government, the United States government, is aware that aliens do exist.
1: Area fifty one.
0: They probably and they're working on their technology without a doubt. I'm not (laughs) a conspiracy theorist, but I do think that they have to, as a whole, kind of deny because there is a theory that civilizations, our our economy, will crash. If people are afraid that aliens will invade,
1: mass hysteria. Correct. So they have to deny, deny, deny That's to keep exactly the people it. from being like, "Oh my gosh, we're all gonna die!" Right?
0: The and aliens, the aliens are, are coming. coming.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what so was that? What was that movie where the aliens did come? Was it Independence Day? Yes. 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 It'll be Independence Day all over again. Yeah. In a bad way. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Well, all right. This is all I have for you tonight on the anniversary of the Zimbabwe UFO incident. On to business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I have a Facebook page, and if you are curious or interested and would like to join, just send me a request. However, if you have a place that you would someday like to see where their dark corners are or have a specific tourist attraction in mind, send me an email at wherethedarkcornersare at gmail.com. Final thoughts, Husband Jeff?
1: We should talk about Area 51.
0: In the future? Yes. Okay. All right.
1: I've been there, you know.
0: Well, I believe it. I've driven by. I've waved.
1: We st- I stayed in the the little alien in Rachel, okay. one of my friends. <laughs> I think you and I should go on a trip down there. We could find the black mailbox. You know, Do you know what the black mailbox is? No. I'm not 100% sure either, but it's like where all the letters to the aliens go.
0: Okay. That's something to think about. All right. Maybe that's Jeff's dark corner. (laughs) Well,
1: I'd like to go back there again.
0: All right. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I hope to meet you where the dark corners are.